Hello, and welcome to the wonderful world of stardom. My name is Dan, and it's good to have you join me today. All-Star Grand Queendom was hyped as the biggest event in stardom's history. Did it deliver? Absolutely. Of course, given their track record with major events since I've been watching, I didn't expect anything less than a great show, and I was not disappointed. Let's take a look at the action and see how I did with my predictions. We start with the pre-show, beginning with the Yokohama Rumble. I thought my Sakurai had a lot of momentum going for her, and she was my pick to win, and she did. To be fair, this match didn't feature any of Stardom's main event level talent, so it was a pretty safe pick. She overcame some big odds, though, as the final four remaining were Sakurai and The Machines, a trio of masked wrestlers who usually only appear at special events. They led a rather discombobulated attack against Sakurai that aided her in securing the win. Some non-stardom talent that appeared in the Rumble include Yuna Mizumori, she's the one that likes pineapple, retired wrestler Momo Nakanishi, who had a strong performance here, the powerful Chan Yoda, and Ram Kaichao a freelance wrestler who has had some appearances for stardom in the past year, including competing in the inaugural Triangle Derby. I like Ram. She's fun, but unfortunately, after throwing shurikens at everybody, she was quickly eliminated. Our second pre-show match was the eight-woman tag, featuring Club Venus members Mariah May, Xena, and Jesse, joining forces with Dona Delmando's Tecla, to take on Odo Tai, represented by Natsuko Tora, Saki Kashima, Ruaka, and Momo Watanabe. Tekla and Club Venus actually gelled pretty well together. However, there was a bit of a breakdown at the end of the match. Odo Tai introduced a weapon in the form of Ruaka's briefcase, but it ended up, ended up in the hands of Mariah May. Instead of using it, she shoved it into Tekla's hands and wanted her to use it. Tekla refused, but Mariah was insistent. Finally, she goes along with it, but there's a misfire, and Jesse is the one who suffers and then gets pinned. I don't think this is going to be the end for Club Venus and Tekla, so we'll see how that plays out. I thought they would win this match, though, but I got it wrong. I'm still convinced that Donna Delmondo is in trouble, though, and is in dire need of recruiting new members or risking collapsing, and I think Tekla would be better off bailing out now. Those are the two pre-show matches. Then we move on to the main card, which is kicked off by Azumi and Mei Saruga versus Starlight Kid and Mei Sarah. A lot of action here. Uh, the commentary team informs us that it's been a couple years since Mei Sarah has wrestled, and so it probably came as a big surprise to many people when she ends up pinning Azumi for the win. I thought for sure Starlight would be the one to score the pinfall. May Sarah looked impressive, though, and after the match, she indicated she wants a shot at Izumi's high-speed title. They actually fought back in 2020 in a previous title reign for Izumi, who came out on top in that one. I don't know who can beat Izumi at this point, but I feel like it has to be an outsider who takes the belt away because she's dominated everybody in this division. Hazuki and Fuwa-chan versus Utami Hayashishita and Miyu Amasaki. Hazuki tried her hardest to help Fua and get the win for their team, but it just didn't work out that way. 
The majority of this match was fought with Fua and Utami as the legal competitors, and Fua really did an admirable job. I believe this was only her second match, but the famous YouTuber showed that she means business inside the ring. You could really tell that she's been putting the work in. I don't know what her goal is in the wrestling world, but if she keeps applying herself, I think the sky's the limit for her. Himeka versus Micah in Himeka's stardom retirement match. When I made my prediction for this one, I thought Himeka would win. But as the days went by, I really started to doubt that. Something's been missing from her since she announced her retirement, and she doesn't quite have the same edge that she did before. I don't know her record from the last few months, but but it seems like she lost the majority of the matches on her farewell tour, and that's a trend that would not change here. These two really beat each other up, and Himeka even went for some rare top rope moves, which is definitely not her strong suit. Micah was relentless, though, and blasted Himeka with a series of Mishinoku drivers. You could tell the end of this match was very difficult for Micah, and I think she wanted Himeka to keep kicking out so the match could continue. We haven't seen the very last of Himeka yet, though, as there will be a retirement ceremony at a future show, May 14th, I believe. The Goddesses of Stardom Tag Championship. The team of 7-Up, Nane Takahashi and Yu, versus The New Eras, Mirai and Amisore from God's Eye. And we have new Goddesses champions. While I thought Mirai and Ami would win, it definitely didn't happen the way I expected it to. Nene and Yu were dominant from the start and controlled a majority of the match. That surprised me a little bit, as I thought the challengers would be able to hold their ground more. It may not have been an ideal start, but they were able to hang in there. As we reached the conclusion to the match, I learned something new about stardom. Mariah and Ami were really fighting hard and the action went outside of the ring. I'm wondering why they're trying so desperately to keep Nene and Yu out of the ring, and as it turns out, in stardom a championship can change hands from a count-out victory. That's what happens here, and the champs are defeated in stunning fashion. It would not be the last surprise of the night, though. Moving on to the 3 versus 3 Artist to Stardom Tag Championships. Prominence, represented by Risa Sarah, Suzu Suzuki, and Hiragi Kurumi, defending against Kairi, Netsupoi, and Sore Anu. And we have another title change in what I would consider an upset and one I didn't see coming. I thought the experience and teamwork of prominence would carry them to victory, but that wouldn't be the case. At times during the match, they looked really good, and it looked like they would get the win a couple times, but their opponents, going by the team name of Restart, were resilient. Kairi was a real force, and Natsupoi and Sori turned in strong performances as well. Sori especially, I thought she was done for at one point after Suzu hit her with a tequila shot, but she really hung in there and in the end picked up the pinfall for her team. Speaking of Sori, in my last episode I briefly mentioned that Mina Shirakawa did split from the Cosmic Angels and Club Venus is a separate unit now, but there was more to it than that. It was at the end of a 3 versus 3 tag match between Donna Del Mondo and Cosmic Angels, where the Angels were on the losing side. Mina told Tom she was leaving and she was actually very peaceful and respectful about it. I thought when the split finally happened, it would be messier than that, but I'm glad it wasn't. 
Then Mina turns to Wakasukiyama, who is at ringside, and asks her which unit she wants to be with. You could really see the conflict in Waka's eyes, but she actually chose Club Venus, which I didn't see that coming. You could tell Tom was heartbroken at this point, and I thought Cosmic Angels would dissolve right there. That's when Soriano appeared and made it known she wanted to join the Angels, and I believe saving that unit in the process. The Wonder of Stardom Championship, Saya Kamatani defending against Mina Shirakawa. During my preview episode, I wondered if Mina would stick with the strategy that worked well for her before and attack the leg of Kamatani. Not only did she do that, but she really doubled down and led an even more intense assault on the leg. This included a figure four leg lock around the ring post, which, as a big fan of Bret Hart, I really enjoyed. Kamatani would fight back and take control. At one point, she goes for the Phoenix Splash. This is a move that injured Mina last year, and Kamatani hesitates, unable to go through with it. Later on, Kamatani with another opportunity for a Phoenix Splash, and this time she pulls it off and covers Mina for a two-count. I thought the match was over then, but Mina, digging deep to summon enough strength to kick out, Things begin to go downhill for Kamatani, and Mina hits a glamorous driver for the win. This was a really good match, and I'm very happy for Mina. She's improved so much, and this is a well-deserved win. Hats off to Kamatani for the record-breaking title reign, and I have a feeling this isn't the last time she'll hold the belt. Shuri versus Jahiro Hashimoto I thought these two might destroy each other, and they almost did. Chihiro is so strong, and when she starts hitting those power moves, she just makes it look so effortless. But Shuri is not one to go down easily. She can absorb a tremendous amount of punishment, and she had to do that in this match in order to survive. If Chihiro had been facing any other member of the stardom roster, I think she would have won this match. But when Shuri is locked in, it's almost impossible to beat her in a fair fight. The end saw her blast Chihiro with a vicious buzzsaw kick to the head for the victory. Chihiro desperately tried to get up and almost stumbled to her feet to beat the 10 count, but wasn't quite able to make it in time. After the match, Shuri got on the mic and made it clear she was open to fighting Chihiro again. We haven't seen the last two, and I can't wait for the next time they fight. The IWGP Championship Mercedes Monet versus Mayu Iwatani. First off, Mercedes can definitely hang with the women of stardom, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. The problem with this match, though, was that she was going up against one of the all-time greats, and I think she may have underestimated Mayu's ability. What might have worked for her well in one promotion doesn't necessarily translate to success in another, so while I think she is acclimating well, competing against a different style, there's a lot left for her to learn and this match felt like Maya was able to think one step ahead of Mercedes. Tombstone, Moonsault, Dragon Suplex, and Mercedes was finished. It was a good competitive match, though. However, Mayu is the new IWGP champion. After the match, Mayu calls her back to the ring, and they show respect to each other. It was nice to see Mercedes acting humble, and I think this was a great learning experience for her. If they had fought again the very next night, we might have seen a different result. 
I do hope that this isn't the last time we see Mercedes in stardom, and I have a feeling it won't be. The World of Stardom Championship, Julia defending against Tom Nakano. This is another match where you knew it was going to be a very hard-hitting affair, and indeed it was. They both took a lot of damage here. We had one spot where Julia gave Tam a sort of snapmare off the top rope and threw a table set up at ringside. I thought Tom might be finished after that, but I was wrong. They continued to go back and forth, dishing out punishment to each other. At times, it felt like neither woman could be pinned. When Tom hit Julia with a Northern Lights bomb, followed by a Twilight Dream, and Julia kicked out, I felt sure Julia was going to go on to win. That wouldn't be the case, though, as not long after that, Tom hits a huge violet screwdriver and finally gets the three count. I was standing up when this match ended, and I jumped for joy when she won. I thought Julia was going to be too much, but I was wrong. Tam really deserved this, and I think she's going to be a great champion. Tam then invites Natsupoi and Saori into the ring, as well as Kairi, who reluctantly joins the members of Cosmic Angels in celebrating. So overall, I believe I got four matches wrong. We'll see if I can do better next time. As for the show as a whole, great stuff up and down the card. It was long, but I definitely enjoyed it. There were a lot of matches I was looking forward to, and none of them let me down. The champions lost every title match. So that was pretty surprising. Quite a big shakeup, and it'll be interesting to see how things play out in the future. What was the match of the night? That is a tough call. But I would go with Mina versus Kamatani for the white belt. Mina put all of her heart into this, and I think it was the best match she's ever wrestled. They told a great story, and this was a fitting end to their rivalry. Or at least this chapter of it. I'm sure they'll clash many more times throughout their careers. So what do we have to look forward to in the near future? Coming up on May 12th, Stardom presents New Blood 8. If you're listening to this and you've never watched before, I do believe it's going to be broadcast live on their YouTube channel, Stardom Official. All of the old ones are available there as well. The New Blood events are the ones that like to showcase younger talent, and Stardom does have a lot of great young talent. This show will have a couple title matches on it. Ami Sori defending the Futurist Stardom title against Rina, and the team of Unique Glare, Starlight Kid, and Karma defending the New Blood tag titles against Lady C and Hanako. Hanako, along with Aya Sakura, are rookies who debuted in March, and Hanako actually replaces Lady C as the tallest wrestler in the promotion, and as the commentators mentioned during the Rumble match, the tallest female wrestler in all of Japan. That's all for this episode. For those of you listening, especially if you're new to stardom, if there's anything you'd like me to talk about, please let me know. You can contact me on Twitter, at StardomPod. If you go to the podcast website, which is podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash stardom wrestling, there is an option to leave a voice message. That link is also on my Twitter page, which even if you don't have an account there, you can still look at the profile and click on that link. And if you listen on Spotify on your phone only, I think, there is an option to leave a voice message there as well. So as Mayo Iwatani would say, check it out. Thank you so much for listening. 
Take care, everybody.